Welcome to the Great Detectives of Old Time Radio. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, email it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives and check us out on Instagram, instagram.com slash greatdetectives. I do want to remind you our new t-shirt, the Famous Investigator shirt, is now available at famous.greatdetectives.net. I encourage you to pick up yours today. And if you're in the United States, you have until November 29th to order to ensure Christmas delivery. Also, a reminder, if you're not subscribed to this podcast, you can make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing using your favorite podcast software, whether it's Apple Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, or Amazon Music at Amazon.com slash OTR Detectives. Well, now it is time for this week's episode of Philo Vance. We have uh, two episodes after last week where uh, only half the episode is in circulation, which for our purposes doesn't do any good. So uh, we are picking up with this episode, which is available fully, sadly with a lot of sound quality issues. I know Andrew will do what he can, but this audio is going to be rough. That warning out of the way from October the 4th, 1949, here is the Black Gold Murder Case. us, you know, Ellen. I know, Vance. If you chew this piece of gum, Mr. Vance, you'll find you won't mind our coming down quite so much. Oh, thank you, miss. No trouble. We'll be landing in less than a minute now. If there's anything you want, let me know. Thank you, I will. <laughs> if there's anything I want, whom do I let know? Me, Miss Deering. I'm your employer, escort, and the person responsible for your traveling out to the Southwest, am I not? Mm-hmm. Vance, what is it you're going to write when we get to Barlow? Write, Ellen? Yes. I'm not going to write anything. We're going out there because there was a murder at the Billings Dude Ranch this morning. Oh. And the owner of the ranch, an old friend of mine, wired me. Want you to clean up the case, eh? So the ranch doesn't have a bad name. Uh-huh. Why didn't you tell me that before we left? There was no reason to. District Attorney Markham saw us off, and he would have felt a little slighted, I imagine, if I were working on a case outside his jurisdiction. Oh, so because the DA couldn't come, you brought me. Well, as long as I couldn't make the varsity, at least I'm the number one substitute. Well, we've landed, Ellen. And in a moment or so, we'll be on our way out to the Billings Ranch. Suits me fine. Well, this is it. Get that bag for me, Vance. Yes, sure. Apollo Vance, telegram, Apollo Vance. I'm Vance, young man. Oh, here's a telegram we've been holding for you, Mr. Vance. Thank you very much. Not at all. I know bosses who let their secretaries open their communication. I'm saving you the trouble, Miss Deering. Mm. What is it, Vance? Something wrong? I don't know. It's from Billings, the owner of the Dude Ranch. Oh, the man who got us all the way out here because of the murder on his place? What does he say? I'll read you the message. It says, Vance, please disregard my request. What? Gladly pay you for your time and trouble, but urge you to take next plane back without coming to a ranch. Wow. What in the world could that mean? I haven't the slightest idea, Ellen, but I guarantee I'm going to find out. (laughs) 
look, everybody, let's all relax around the campfire and do some community sync. I'll start you off with Home on the Range, okay? Come on. Oh, give me a home where the buffalo roam and the deer and the antelope play. Where seldom is heard a Okay, everybody, if you don't feel like singing, I don't blame you. Now, look, my job is to see that everybody at this dude ranch has a good time. So despite what's happened here this morning, let's forget it and relax, okay? Come on, that's more like it. Now, you know, a funny thing happened to me on the way down to the bunkhouse today. A fella came up to me and said, hey, did you see that cute-looking blonde guest of ours? She's sitting over yonder with a fella on each knee. I said to him, so what? A gal comes out to a dude ranch, she wants to be a cowboy, so she winds up with a pair of chaps. <laughs> Hey, all leaving me, huh? Well, as the fella said when he saw the price of a nightgown was a hundred bucks, good nighty! <laughs> Danny? Oh, yeah, Mr. Billings. You've been here all this while? Yes. You haven't done a very good job of entertaining my guests, Danny. You mean making them laugh? How are you going to make them laugh? They're all worried about that murder this morning. After all, one of the guests was knocked off. What do you expect me to do? Have them rolling over and laugh after that? Well, you've got to get their minds off it. I can't have everybody leave here just because Bob Anderson was shot. It isn't that he was shot, Mr. Billings. It's why. Nobody knows why, and everybody's jittery for fear a crazy murder is loose. Danny, did you ever hear of Philo Vance? Vance? Sure. Who asked why? I called him right after Anderson's body was found and asked him to fly out here. I just sent him a telegram asking him to go right back. You're a little mixed up, aren't you, Mr. B? No. If you can relax the guests, we'll be in good shape. With Vance here, there'll be investigations. The reporters will come out here. All the publicity will ruin me. That's why I asked him to go back. First you asked him to come, then you asked him to hop home without even dropping in to say hello. I guess I can understand what's on your mind. First you wanted help, then you figured Vance being here would only stretch out the bad publicity. That's right. Uh, Mr. Billings, who do you figure killed this Anderson? I wish I had an idea about that. I didn't know anything about him. He was a guest, the same as any guest. And early this morning, you rode out to the hills before breakfast. An hour later, we found him shot to death. Oh, Vance is going to like that. No reason for killing him, no clues, no nothing. Why do you say Vance is going to like it? I told you I asked him to turn back, didn't I? Not sure, but you know Vance. Maybe better than I. I only read about it. And if there's a murder case around, you don't think he's going to duck it, do you? No, Danny, to be perfectly honest with you, I don't. I'm sure Vance will be here very soon. I'm very sorry to say. Hello? Mr. Philo Vance? Yes? How long this has caused will put through, sir. We're ready with Mr. Martin. Good. Put him on, please. Hello, that you, Vance? Yes, good morning, Mark. Morning, morning. How are things in the wide open? You know what? Excellent so far. <laughs> Ellen and I got here to the Dude Ranch last night, despite the fact that my friend Billings tried to rescind his invitation at the last moment. Have you seen him? Yes, late last night. I had quite a talk with him and thought you might be interested in the details of the murder I'm about to work on. You know I am, Vance. Well, it seems that a young man named Bob Anderson was a guest here at the ranch. Yesterday morning, he rode out into the hills. Yes? His body was found a couple of hours later in a clearing. He'd been shot, and his horse hadn't moved until the body was found. Well, that sounds inviting enough to please even you, Vance. Any clues? I don't know of any yet. The body's not here anymore, of course. And I haven't seen the horse Anderson was riding nor questioned anyone except Billings and a fellow named Danny Edwards, who acts as a sort of master of ceremonies around here. Learn anything from them? No, except that two young ladies had their sombreros set for the dead man. Oh. I'm going to talk to them right after breakfast. It was nice of you to keep me posted, Vance. Call me again, will you? 
I will if I make any progress. In that case, I expect to hear from you in a couple of hours. Well, thank you, Martin, for your confidence. <laughs> right at the moment, I wish I was as sure as you. Now, Tony, Tony, you just sat still and, and let me fasten this saddle on you like a good little horse. Yeah, that's a good fellow. Uh, don't do that with Ned. You have trouble with horses, don't you, Mary Lou? Well, Carol. Good morning. Good morning. Hmm. Oh, brother, that southern accent of yours is as phony as your blonde hair. Say, I never heard you talk like that in my life before. On the old plantation? Never you mind about me. Why don't you run off somewhere before somebody finds out a few things about you? I hope you don't know what you're talking about for your sake. Look, Mary Lou, maybe if Bob were still alive, I'd have reason to dislike you. You'd have a very good reason. I was taking him away from you. Not that that was too hard. Kind of upset your plans a little, didn't it? Yes, as a matter of fact, it did. I came out to this ranch because Bob was here, and I thought I could get him to propose. You didn't forgive him very nicely when he didn't. Firing a shot into him. I didn't kill him, but you might have. Me, honey child? Why would I kill him? He's in love with me. He had no intention of marrying you either, and you know it. You've got no right to say things like that about that poor dead boy. No. No. Listen and let's understand each other. Bob's death is being investigated. A fellow named Philo Vance got here late last night. Philo Vance? Who's he? You know who he is, all right. He's a friend of Billings, who owns this setup. And he came out to try to find out who killed Anderson. Well, I don't see how that could possibly concern me. No? No. Then why were you outside Billings' office when Vance arrived? Eavesdropping on everything Billings was telling Vance about the murder. Yes? What good is riding out to the place where Anderson's body was found going to do it? If we don't find out anything, at least the scenery is good and the air is healthy. We didn't have to travel all this distance just to breathe air. It isn't bad back home either. Let's say the scenery's good, then. What scenery? A couple of hills, a lot of abandoned oil wells, and a mess of cactus. Is that good? Beats billboards, Ellen. Well, I don't see how. An advertisement, at least, is prettier than that cactus. Personally, I... Listen, unless the Pony Express is coming this way, we're getting company. It's Billings. I knew he was coming. If there's anything you don't know is coming. Thank you, my dear. You and Markham ought to get together and form the Vance Admiration Society. Well, that isn't what I admire about you. But you can't say I don't appreciate it. Hi, Mr. Billings. Morning, Miss Deering. Hello, Vance. Hi. I gave you pretty good directions on how to locate the clearing where Anderson's body was found, Vance. I thought I'd come out and make sure you didn't miss it. Vance finds everything he looks for, Mr. Billings. Well, that may be, but the clearing is back about a hundred feet or so, and you... Those were shots. They came from just over that ridge. Let's go. Come on. Oh, Vance, if ever I complain about the typewriter chair in the office, bug me, will you? It isn't comfortable, but at least it doesn't bounce when I sit on it. Those shots mean another murder, Vance. I'm ruined. If it is murder, Billings, I guarantee that this time the murderer won't get away. We'll know in a second, pal. That's one second too long for me on this horse. Oh, boy. Hey, where's the emergency brake on this animal? Oh, boy. Well, Billings, there's your murder. Nothing but my comedian, Danny Edwards, teaching one of the guests how to shoot. Good morning, everybody. What brought you all galloping over this way? Well, we heard shots, Danny. We thought maybe... There was more trouble? No, no. Uh-uh. Just teaching Mary Lou how to shoot. Uh, Mary Lou, have you met Philo Vance? Not the great private investigator, Philo Vance. 
Well, I certainly am proud to meet up with you, sir. I'm Mary Lou Bard of the Virginia Bard. How do you do? This is Ellen Deering. Well, I'm steady pleased to meet you, too, ma'am. Yeah, I'll just bet, honey. I, I hope our shooting didn't scare you people. Mary Lou wanted to learn how to handle a gun, and I've been showing her. She's pretty good for a beginner, too. Oh, is she? Yeah. Uh, Billings, young Anderson was shot while on his horse right near here, wasn't he? From more than 100 yards away is where we found his body. Where's the horse he was riding? Stable. Why? Why? Well, that's easy, Mr. Billings. Vance wanted to question the horse. Ain't you heard? Horse carry tail. <laughs> Vance, I'm scared of horses. Now, I'm not going near that animal. All right, Ellen. Stay here outside the stable if you like. All right, Ellen. I'm not going to look at him either if the truth has to come out. I'm not going to look I want to see this saddle. Why? It just looks like a saddle to me. It's the saddle Anderson was riding when he was shot. Ellen, come here. How close can I get? This will do. Take a look at the middle of this saddle. I'd rather look at it than be in it. What do you want me to look at? That scratch in the leather? Yes. How could a scratch get in the middle of a leather saddle? A scratch that was made only recently. You can tell by the color. How could a scratch get there? I haven't the slightest idea. I think I know. Well, that's fine. Only what does it mean? It means that Anderson was not killed in the clearing where his body was found. Oh, no, Vance. Now, don't tell me a scratch tells you that. I don't believe it. Our murderer won't want to believe it either, Ellen. Believe me. Attorney Markham speaking. Mr. Markham, Mr. Farlow Vance is calling long distance. Oh, please put him on. Markham. Hi, Vance. What's up? Development of the Anderson murder so soon? Definitely. In fact, I think I know almost everything about the case. Where Anderson was killed and why he was killed. If that's true, come on back here, Vance. I'll have a new murder all ready when you arrive. I know everything about the case except one thing, Markham. I don't know who did the killing. And not only that, I don't even suspect anybody. Danny, wait a minute. Lee Carroll? Sure, sure. Always at the service of the guests. What do you want, soft tool routine or a couple of box gags? Neither. I want to talk to you. I understand you took Mary Lou out riding this morning. Wanted to shoot. So what, Carol? Part of my job. Entertain the guests, the boss tell me, so I entertain them. She want to learn to shoot? I teach. That phony dame doesn't need any instructions. Hello, you May I join you? Oh, hi, Vance. Sure, come on. What's up? Just a couple of questions I want to ask both of you. About Bob Anderson's death? Yes. I might as well tell you, Vance. I knew him in the city, and I... Followed him out here, thinking perhaps he'd propose in so romantic a setting. Mary Lou? Yes, she told me that a little while ago. She, uh... Hey, hey, Vance. Oh, my secretary, Miss Deering. Over here, Ellen. Come over. Not a bad-looking girl. You're so right. Vance. Oh, Vance, I've really got something to tell you. Well, it can't be that true, Ellen. It isn't, but I just got to catch my breath. (laughs) Billing just sent me to find you. Guess what's happened? They found oil in this territory. They found oil? Huh? How did you know that? I reasoned it, Ellen. In fact, unless I'm very much mistaken, it's the motive for Anderson's murder. What does that mean, Vance? You'll find out soon enough, Carol. Perhaps too soon to suit you. This is District Attorney Markham. 
This is just attorney Mark. The Black Gold Murder Case, a name given to it by Philo Vance, originated in a dude ranch in the Southwest and started when a man named Anderson was shot. Philo Vance, summoned by the owner of the ranch, arrived to find a scratch on the saddle of the horse the murdered man rode, which leads him to believe Anderson was killed at a distance from where he was found. Vance also told me on the phone he knew the murder motive. And when oil was discovered in the vicinity of the ranch, that confirmed Vance's theory. Vance is still away, but is reporting the progress of the case to me on the phone. He said that it's... Honey, child, Danny boy, I'm getting kind of scared. Stop the dial like Mary Lou Erlone. What do you scared This Vance being here. He'd already figured out why we had to kill Anderson. Wait. Wait, you did the killing. You shot him. All right, but why did I do it? Because I couldn't let him find out what we already knew. Couldn't let him could him. I don't know. All I know is I'm a whole lot sorry I let you in on the oil I discovered out there in the hill. Because you like me, Danny. You did it because you like me, Danny. Remember, still like me, don't you, Danny? Still like me. I don't know. A Dane that could kill a guy just like just like what, Danny? Just, just like, like what, Danny? Hmm? Just like, just like, hmm? honey. No. Honey. Don't let go, Danny. Don't, let Don't go. ever let go. You're not scared when you're in my arms? Uh-uh. You're not scared when you're not in my arms? Not scared anymore. Not Won't ever be scared anymore. anymore as long as I'm with you. Won't ever be That's scared a way to talk. Too bad somebody had to stumble over that oil out in the hills. Two more days, Monday morning, and we'd be way in the dough and way far away from here. If I'd have known somebody else would find what Anderson was looking at when I shot him, I wouldn't have had to kill him. No, it doesn't matter. The way we're set up, we're in the clear, and by Monday we'll be rich. All we got to do is sit tight and kill time to Lent. Okay. I'm one of the best time killers you ever saw. Are you listening, Markham? Go ahead, Vance. I can hear you. Good. I'll bring you right up to date then. All right. Here's what happened in this case. Yes? Somebody, Billings, the ranch owner, or one of his guests, or somebody who worked for him, found oil in this territory during the past week. Oil? Oh, so that's why you said this was the black gold murder case. But how come oil in that area, Vance? This is oil country, Markham. In fact, there are a lot of wells in the territory which were started and then abandoned. Oh. Apparently, one of them was fertile, and somebody found it out early in the week. And this Anderson fellow rode out there and also discovered it, only he was seen and killed by somebody who wanted to keep the oil a secret for a while. Right. And I know why it was to be kept secret. Why? That is, I think I know. The killer was stalling until he could purchase that property. And he wanted to buy it before the owner knew there was oil on it. Exactly. Vance, how did you know Anderson wasn't killed where his body was found? You never told me that. No, but I will. As soon as I find out who killed him. Markham, I have a plan that will bring our murderer out into the open. I'm anxious to hear it, Vance. Kindly fire when ready. <laughs> you didn't know it, Markham, but that's exactly the plan I have in mind. A little more of this gasoline around it. I'll see what it is. And what, Mr. Billings? 
Carol. That's right, Carol. Carol. What's going on out here? Gasoline, matches, fuse. What are you trying to burn? Go on back to the ranch house, Carol. This doesn't concern you. It didn't, but it does now. It looks to me like you were going to set this old oil well on fire. But I think I can figure out why. Figuring isn't going to do you any good. I've got to keep you quiet. No, I'm going back and tell everybody what you're doing. I can't let you do that. Carol, come back. Come back, I say. Carol, don't go back to the ranch house. Keep away from me. I can't let you get back. That'll spoil everything. Keep your hand off me. Don't touch me. I'm sorry, Carol. This is something I'm mighty sorry I have to do. So that's how an oil well looks when it's on fire, man. Yes, I've never seen anything quite like it except in a newsreel. Too bad it had to go up just after oil was discovered, Mr. Billings. That doesn't bother me. It isn't my land out there. I declare that's the most spectacular fire I ever did see. I'm sure glad we're out of ditches from it. Isn't it beautiful, Dan? It sure is. I remember one time I was playing one night as me. I got so hot on stage, the theater burned down. <laughs> Daddy! Uh, Daddy, come here a minute, won't you? Sure, Mary Lou. Excuse me, folks. Be right back for an encore. Okay, What's up? Chicken southern style? Danny, there goes fifty thousand dollars of mine up in smoke. I know, only what can we do about it? I mean, it was a certified check to the farmer who owned the land that oil well was on. He'll get it tomorrow morning. Monday, that is, and if we don't get it out of the mail first. Hundred miles from here where the guy lives, Mary Lou. It'll be tough for me to get away. You've got to. I'll see to it. I'm taking every dime I got in the world and spend it for a burned out oil well. I worked hard for that fifty thousand. I had to marry two guys to get it. I'm getting that check back before that farmer ever gets his mail tomorrow morning. You gonna leave here? You bet I am. Catch me, Danny. I'm pulling the faint. Oh. Help! Help somebody! Mary Lou's faint! What happened, Danny? What's the matter? I don't know. Here, honey, child. She started a shake and said something about the murder and now this fire, and then she fainted. She seems to be coming out of it now, though. Uh, I've got to leave here. All this excitement is just too much for me. I'm going to leave here. It's all right, Mary Lou. You leave if you want to. You can move out tonight if you like. Ellen. She's moving out tonight. But I'm making my move right now. Come in. Oh, hi, Ellen. Hi, Van. Well, I've got all the dope. I called the yeah, county seat, found out the clerk's name, got him at home, and got the information you wanted. Bertram J. Parker, 3-6 Linwood Road. Do we go? No, we don't. Well, I do. We don't. There's liable to be trouble, Ellen. You don't know how much trouble I'm going to make if you don't take me. Sorry, you might get hurt. But I wouldn't want that to happen. You really wouldn't, that? No. Why, that's the first friendly remark you've made to me all week. No, I wouldn't want you to get hurt, Ellen. After all, we've got a lot of work to do when we get back to the office. Hurry, Danny, hurry. This mailbox is no sense to open with a screwdriver. Take it easy. Okay, okay, but hurry. I want this to go haywire. Pulling that faint last night and getting Billings to make you take me home. But too good to waste. Me home. Gave you the excuse you needed to leave the ranch so you could come here with me. I know, but I don't have to hurry. Nobody will see us. Don't worry. Nobody will see us if you hurry. I saw that RSC mailman leave a couple of letters in this Bertram J. Parker's mailbox. One of them must be the one I sent with a certified check in it. Now hurry up, will you? Stop heckling me, will you? Doing the best I can, will you? Doing the best I can. Got it? There. Good. Now give me the letters fast. Here you are. 
Now, give me the letter fast. It's good. Here, put the other one back and give me a match. Okay. I'm going to burn this note of mine in one... I'll take that letter, Mary Lou. Ah! Vance, where'd you come from? Side of the road. I've been watching you both for a half hour. I've been watching you both. Now you're coming with me. Danny, don't just stand there and do something. You bet I will. Well, funny man, let's see you laugh when I hit back. Turn him around this way. Turn him around, Danny, so I can shoot. I can't. I'm trying, but I can't. You've got to. You've got to kill him or we'll never get out of this. Now hold him right there now. Now hold him just one second, Danny. Oh. Daddy! Yes, Mary Lou. Daddy. You hit Danny. Now I'll take that gun. I'll never give it to you. I'll, I'll never... I've got to take it from you. Take it! There. Oh, Vance, it, it was all Danny. He planned the whole thing. He shy Anderson. and he did it all. I just advanced the money. That's all I did. The whole thing was his idea. He found the oil. He Excuse killed me for interrupting you, Mary Lou. Excuse me for interrupting you. story you're telling, you'd better tell the local sheriff. story you're telling, you'd better tell Perhaps he'll believe you. Personally, I can't. One good thing about being away from home, Vance, there always comes a time when we're headed back. I know we wound up the case all right, but I don't know how you figured out the details. Well, Ellen Anderson's body was found in a clearing. There was a mark, a scratch on the saddle of his horse. Now, what would make a scratch on the saddle? I'm sure I don't know. Something sharp, no doubt. That's right. Something like a belt buckle. Now, everybody on Dude Ranches wears those huge silver buckles on their belts. Yes, I know. Now, how could a belt buckle scratch a saddle? Except if a body were thrown face down over the saddle. Oh, I see what you mean. Anderson was shot somewhere else, thrown over the saddle, and his horse led to the clearing some distance away. Right. Why? Because somebody didn't want him found where he was shot. There was one explanation for that, and the abandoned oil wells told me that explanation. Yes, I know that. That much I understood. I hope you understand that in trapping Mary Lou and Danny, you did get one lucky break. That oil well fire forced them to try to intercept their check. <laughs> there was no oil well fire, Ellen. There was no oil well fire. Are you kidding? Are you kidding? Vance, I watched it with you, with Mary Lou Danny and everybody, except Carol. What happened to her? She almost upset the apple cart, Ellen. You see, I sent Billings to start a pop fire out in the hills. Fire that would force Mary Lou and Danny out into the open. But she saw him do it and threatened to announce what he was doing. We couldn't let that happen because then Mary Lou and that comic of hers would have known the fire was a problem. Exactly. Billings just kept her tied up until after the place. Then he let her go with his apologies and mine. I see. Then because of a plan of yours, it wasn't the oil well that went up in smoke, just the plan of a murderer. Very nicely said, Ellen. Very nicely said, Ellen. Excuse me for not tricky. I'm still a little stiff from riding that horse. <laughs> How near are we to the city? Oh, about 20 minutes to the end of this plane trip, I'd say. The end of the plane trip? And the end of the black gold murder.
Welcome back. Well, it's a little weird that Vance was calling in Markham from the Southwest, particularly since Follow Vance is a program that likes to experiment with different ways of communicating information. In this case, a choice was made to have Philo Vance reporting into Markham, even when it made no sense. Also, my theory as to why Ellen didn't have a good time, she could not find anything that she was adept at using enough in order to make the shave and a haircut sound. She just has to have her fun that way. Once again, sorry about the audio. Play next week will be better. Listener comments and feedback now from Joey, who writes over on Facebook, follow Vance's happiness when there is a murder, and many times he wishes for a murder case is a little disturbing. Well, uh, I definitely agree, Joey, and also have to wonder about Markham's attempt to make sure there was a murder for Vance when he got home. People have such an unhealthy relationship to homicide, and there is room for all sorts of dark reboots that I'm not really a fan of, based on the sort of lines we get on this series. Now, it is time to thank our Patreon supporter of the day. And I do want to go ahead and thank James. James has been one of our Patreon supporters since July, currently supporting the program at the Detective Sergeant level of $7.14 or more per month. Thanks so much for your support, James. And that will do it for today. If you do enjoy the podcast and would like to be sure you never miss an episode, be sure to subscribe using your favorite podcast software, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, or the Amazon Music app at amazon.com slash otrdetectives. If you are enjoying this podcast on YouTube, be sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel, and mark the notification bell. All those things that feeds into the Google algorithm and make sure our content gets recommended on that platform. We'll be back next Thursday with another episode of Philo Vance, but be sure and join us tomorrow for an episode of Yours Truly, Johnny Dollar, where... A copper. I can tell him a block away. You're a copper, right? Wrong. Private eye, maybe? Oh, you're getting warmer. Insurance investigator. Insurance? That's what I just asked her about, and she threw me out. Said I was drunk. She was right. I am. Usually am. A little bit. Pete Parker, Daily Herald. Johnny Dollar. Glad to know you. Insurance. He had some or you wouldn't be here. And who gets it? Laura, of course, his ever-loving little wife. Only question left? How much? No comment. I like you, Johnny. You don't talk too much. I do. Let me give you a little advice. Watch yourself. Meaning what? This town. It looks sleepy, dead. Don't let it fool you. It's wide open. Rackets everything. A guy could get hurt. What about Dan Frank? Was he in on these rackets? Johnny, the police chief here gets 6000 a year. Take a look at that house. Go in and take a look at Laura. Even more expensive. Dan was in. He's out now, though. I hope you'll be with us then. In the meantime, do send your comments to box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives and check us out on Instagram, instagram.com slash greatdetectives. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.